Yo guys, what's going on? It's your boy, you love Nick Tana, and I'm welcoming you guys to episode 16 of Tana's Eye View podcast. Um, I got two guests with me today. I got my man, oh, it's, oh no, it's Coco. I don't know why I thought it was just like, no, it's Coco or whatever. My fault, my fault. We off, see, we off rough already. And then we got Ray, Ray. Um, so today we're going to be talking about a little bit of Pokemon. Uh, we have things that we want to talk about with Legends of Arceus and also things that we want to talk about with the new game coming out and our wish list and stuff like that. So we will be talking about that and about basically how we got into Pokemon and stuff. This is going to be a little bit different of an episode than what we've done before. Basically for the fact, I know we talk about like newer games that are coming out, things that are getting pushed back, like more stuff that's like happening now. But I think it's good to have these little bonus episodes where we can kind of talk about things we enjoy. And Pokemon being one of the games that I played the card game with and grew up playing and streaming that um, talking about it and sharing that love with other streamers that obviously love it too. You can look at Coco's background in the visual in the video version. This man's obviously obsessed. Um, so and we we've all been playing Pokemon for a really, really long time. So um, if you guys could do me a favor, if you guys are listening to Spotify and Apple, uh, make sure you guys rate this five stars. It will help me move up the algorithm, get the podcast out to further communities and all that stuff. Hi, Will. <laughs> uh, my son just popped in. Um, so you're leaving? Bye. All right, bye. Love you. Give me a kiss, Will. Have fun. <laughs> so if you guys can make sure you guys rate this five stars on Apple podcast and Spotify just for that reason uh, it helps me move up their algorithm too, uh, get it out to other communities and uh, bring people in also if you guys could share it to a friend show them this type of content if you guys love Pokemon and stuff I'd love to get your guys opinion and feedback if you guys are watching the YouTube version like sub all that good stuff but I'm kind of rambling all the socials are gonna be in the description and everything else I'm gonna to toss it to our first guest oh no it's Coco introduce yourself man tell the people where to find you and pretty much what you do hey what's up everyone I'm Coco you could just call me Coco uh, so that Nick doesn't get confused over there right yeah sick uh, dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck it now yeah, like you can I, I think yeah, hold on let me look at my list I think yeah Coco was what Coco oh no it, whatever guest i have on today right yeah I'm yeah sure. whoever it is yeah you could just call me coco uh you can find me on you can find me on twitch uh usually streaming monday wednesday friday saturday um you can also find me on youtube doing some pokemon pack opening videos and whatnot um but yeah i'm i'm a i'm a gamer for a long time i've been a pokemon fan for a long time uh, if you're seeing this on the video version like nick mentioned i mean you can see it all around me i i live eat sleep breathe all of it so yeah very excited to be here i appreciate nick having me on dude anytime that, that ohio love that we talked about pre-pod man i had to have you on one of these episodes you know get the get the ohio love out here Ray's Ray's kind of out of it i mean once you move to ohio we could talk about it you know what i'm saying we, we'll get you here in ohio right, the greatest right. place automatic on brownie points yeah, <laughs> i mean i ohio. almost went to college in ohio so i mean word which, which one I, I did not. Baldwin Wallace. I did uh, not do that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, <laughs> but you, well, you'll 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 move. You'll realize how great Ohio is, and then you'll move here. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, sure. man, I love that you're here anytime. So, um, I appreciate you guys. I know we're gonna have good co uh, conversations with both of you. But then we got Ray. Ray's a great Hi. friend of mine. Uh, me and Ray met a little bit while a little while ago, but I know she's been really deep into Pokemon Arceus, and she has deep love for Pokemon too. So I'm gonna go ahead and toss it to her, and I want you to introduce yourself, tell the people where to find you, and uh, what part of Ohio you're moving to. Right. 
definitely <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, Whoa, Cleveland. <laughs> is that solid? I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland, for sure, for sure. Um, I like the way it sounds better than Cincinnati. So that, you know. My aunt lives in Cincinnati. Stuff. That's fucking crazy <laughs> to me right now. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> But yeah, I'm Ray. I go by Ravion7. So as you know, I'm loving some evolutions. Mm. Um, I was born on a Monday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I'm a variety streamer on Twitch. We do community game nights. We do a lot of indie game stuff. Um, my socials everywhere, Ravion7. And I do some blogging, social media stuff on the side. Love to hear it. Love we to keep hear it. Cozy, chaotic, you know. Ooh, I like it. I like mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And like I said, guys, you guys can make sure you guys check out their descriptions and below or wherever you guys see your descriptions in Spotify, Apple, YouTube, all that good stuff. So make sure you guys check them out. They took a lot of time out of their day to come and uh, work with me and get on the pods. So that's very, very, very much appreciated. And without further ado, man, we're going to get into our first topic. So um, it's been a while since uh, Pokemon Legends of Arceus came out. When it came out, I was kind of taking a break from the pod a little bit and uh, didn't know... I wanted to do a review for it on my own personal channel, and then I was like, ah, it's getting kind of deep. I don't know if it's getting any, it's getting relevant anymore. And I feel like a lot of people don't play it anymore. I feel like there's still that community for it, but like, this was like one of the first Switch games that came out for 2022, and it was super hot. Like, it dropped and like instantly, like it was selling out everywhere. It was like if you didn't pre-order it, you weren't getting it on time. I personally, when I pre-ordered it, I pre-ordered it pre off of Amazon, and I'm never pre-ordering off Amazon again just for that reason because I pre-ordered it months in advance, and I still didn't get it day one. So I had to get a digital version, which I'm still pissed about because I'd like to have a physical version, uh, <laughs> but I have a digital version on my Switch, and I gave the other one away to my community. Um, so there was that, but it was the, the hype around it and like the fact that like it really puts you into the area of like, um you're like an actual trainer what an actual trainer would really go through because like we played the old um mainline pokemon games and you really don't get that feeling right like it's just like little patches of grass and you run into a like a little right. pokemon encounter and shit but like this is like open world like there's pokemon all around you everywhere you turn i feel like that's what people imagine when they think of being an actual pokemon trainer um so off the rip like this game uh it was a very uh fun game for me um I would say that like I put in around like 30, 35 hours into the game. And a lot of things I did like about it is like I said, is like it's open world. You can pretty much go whatever you want, do whatever you want as a Pokemon trainer. Mm -hmm. Go exploring, uh, literally completing the Pokedex on your own. You find random Pokemon here, random Pokemon there. They have different sizes, all that good stuff. It it's more giving you that experience. So um that's definitely a highlight and um I thought that was very cool. Um, getting into a negative right away, though, is I think we could all agree. One thing that really did piss me off about the game is um, I get they wanted to add, like, side missions and side quests and stuff like that, but I don't really think anybody really cared for them. I, I don't know what you, what you guys would think about that. Like Only if it got me a Pokemon or, like, unlocked something to get a Pokemon. Otherwise, True. I still have a whole list of side missions. Yeah, like, they, the, the, the gifts they give you for doing that, it wasn't a lot. Like, mm -hmm. and some of them were very hard, and they just weren't worth doing at all. And even talking to them seemed like a drag. And um, what do you have to say about that, Coco? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. There There's going to be those completionists out there who are going to want to, like, do every single side quest, every single mission. 
Um, that's not me. Like I, I'm a completionist when it comes to like the Pokedex, for example, because I need right. that shiny charm. Every game I play, I need that shiny charm, right? Um, but as far as like the side quests, like they were just they were very underwhelming, uh, and and like you said, the reward just wasn't that great. It, it and and some of them, some of those quests individually were just so tough or like you repetitious that you had to mm-hmm. like oh i gotta get it down to this second you know some of the balloon races and stuff it was just it you know the i've seen the, the length of those wasn't balloon- good enough i've seen yeah. the length of those balloon races on like tiktok and yeah. i'm like yeah this deserves 10k likes because this looks ridiculous <laughs> like you're just flying around and um doing through loops and whatever else i'm like this is insane um Another thing is like everybody was talking about that crazy Buizel one. You know the one that was like the Buizel. You got to find the extra large <laughs> yes, Buizel. Nobody yes. could yeah. find it, and it was like the most yeah. impossible mission to do. Um, wow, so like, get good. Yeah, get good. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds like a that sounds like an Elden Ring player. Whoa, I don't get know, good. Man. I think maybe I got lucky. My first Buizel was that big one. Mm-hmm. Big boy. I I ended up finding one, so I didn't really get why people were talking about it. I think it was just more <laughs> of the way that it's like it's funny that. Yeah, it was all just, the things. Yeah. Um, but God, like, the game, like, I'll get your guys' opinion on this. Um, for how great the game is, like, I feel like I'm, I'm not, I'm, I may be bashing it a little too hard right now, but I speci- I do really love the game. But, like, we do got to point out, like, sometimes I feel like just because it's on the Switch, it doesn't look the greatest. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people online kind of complain about like how it looks, the graphics wise. Like sometimes I could sit there and say like the art style, that's art style. Like I feel like some people separate art style from graphics. Like I could feel like oh like that tree is an art style thing. But like sometimes I found like my game to be like really frame rate droppy and like every time I would roll around. But I have a day one switch. So I don't know if that's like did that happen to anybody else? Does anybody have like an OLED no, it, switch or did I didn't I didn't have the OLED switch, but I uh, I don't think mine was like one of the day one ones. I think it's like a like a V2 or something like that. But I I mean I ran into things where it'd be like you know I I would um you know throw something at him a champ and he would all of a sudden just teleport up into a tree and is looking <laughs> around in the tree trying to charge me right right so yeah i mean it was it, it would get glitchy at times mm-hmm. you would start to see some you know some issue with frames and stuff like that but you know nintendo being nintendo they they've really never cared for you know the they they very much come from the lines of like we we create a good game it's not going to be necessarily graphically good all the time mm-hmm. um but it's going to be a good you know substantive game that you're going to want to keep playing. And they were right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, you know, Arceus is one of those games you can keep picking up and keep playing and having fun with. Um, but, but you're not going to get the best graphics. Respect it. Respect it. Ray, how do you feel about it? How'd you feel about your experience? Like looking at the game, running through it, frame rate drops. Like what was your takes on that? Yeah, I didn't have too many frame rate, frame rate drops, but mm-hmm. I did have a lot of glitches where like, I remember one, it was okay. Do you guys say Gyarados or Gyarados? Gyarados. Gyarados, yeah. Understood. Well, Gyarados was like on top of the <laughs> was like on top of the bank by the water. Yeah. Just like chilling on the on the ground. And then mm. if you try to throw a Pokeball at it, it wouldn't work because he was supposed to be in the water. Uh, There's lots of, little, okay. lots of little glitches like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I get you. Like, I mean, I just felt like it's um I know it is for the Switch, but I just sometimes I just felt like the frame dropping was kind of like whatever like it's kind of hard to make a game like that and support it with the switch at the same time so i kind of let it slide like that but yeah the thing is some positives man like honestly like 
Um, even though it's kind of annoying to talk to people, uh, the story is kind of cool. Basically, you have the two sides. You got the Diamond Clan and the Pearl Clan, and basically, like, how they protect certain Pokemon, and then you got the Guardian Pokemon and Alphas and stuff like that. The whole experience of the game is very fun, and that's why I count myself just, like, not really rushing through the game. I basically just, like, I got into the first area, and I explored that thing, like, like crazy. Um, one of the things I did try to do is I made an offline team. Um, whenever I think of like Pokemon and myself, like I would be a flying type trainer. I just love birds in general, like bird Pokemon. So <laughs> I was just fine trying to find everything flying Pokemon. I was trying to get them all shiny at one point and just basically exploring that area to see what flying Pokemon I can get and then trying to level up and stuff because like trying to level up Pokemon that are just flying type. I mean, one rock move, I'm, I'm crumbling. So like, you got to really like think of your type differences and stuff like that. But, uh, it was definitely fun to do. And like, that's the one of the things that brought me in. It's just like, you felt like I, I keep on repeating. You just felt like you were very in the game and you could play it any way you want. You could go and try and catch a level 65 Infernape if you have it unlocked. I mean, you might crumble, but like they give you that accessibility to where like you could take this fight on if you want. It's going to be hard, but you could definitely do it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, like to, just to give some positives back, I, I liked the story. But Devil's Advocate, it did seem to drag with the dialogue sometimes. Like, I liked the story and what I had to do in the progression of the story. Right. But, like, if I have to go talk to Celine again, or if I got to go talk to mm -hmm. that dude, you know, back at the main building again, oh, my gosh. It was and every then, time, bro. And then did you, no, have to, you have that a meal after every day or some yeah, shit like the, that? Potato, yeah. The potato mochi. Like, if you don't <laughs> eat that mochi, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. And, mm -hmm. I mean, like, I, I thought the story took its twist and turns. They had kind of, like, little, like, oh, my gosh, like, these kind of, like, crazy moments, right? But, but again, just for me, that dialogue, like, I, I am sitting there spamming that button trying to go past yeah. it. Right. Um, but but I to their credit, I mean, again, I love this game. This is one of my favorite Pokemon games to play recently. I am not a single-player game type of player. I'm really into multiplayer-type games, shooters and stuff. But this had me hooked. My buddies are all like, hey, hop on Apex. Let's, let's squat up. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I need to catch 20 more... <laughs> 20 more uh, Lucario's right now. I got to do it. Where the um, hell do you but, catch but Lucario for, at? Uh, yeah, you can catch Lucario. He's, right? Yeah, yeah, in the, in the islands. Um, but I um, think he's a, um, I think he's an alpha. Okay. But, but yeah, I, he, the, the one thing I will say about N Nintendo and, and in Pokemon in this case that I loved is like, they took, you know, they were so used to doing the same thing over and over with their RPGs, right? Very, I, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but it's very Pokemon, right? They know what sells. They know people like it. They tried to do different things in the past, like with Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And it just wasn't, It they didn't hit as well as Arceus hit. Mm -mm. So you can tell that, in my opinion, they did it right. They took yeah. their time. And something for us is I think they had, when they were creating this game... They had the streamer in mind. They had the stream viewers in mind with this type of game as well. So like with the completing of the Pokedex, the different things that you had to do, the the horde uh, encounters or mm -hmm. whatever they called them, that's, that's all with streamers in mind because they understand the longevity of their game and the longevity of the series is very highly reliant on streamers streaming and, and you know, that and right. it's changed. You just know, like, since the 90s. Just like post-game in general, Pokemon has always been really 
eh about post game. Like a lot of yeah. the time they like you you play the story and stuff like that, and the story's cool. You play your eight gems, you go and do the elite four, or in Swords and Shield you do the tournament and whatever else. And it's like okay, yeah, that's cool, but like what is gonna keep me playing after post game? A lot of people that like usually care about post game is like competitive pokemon players right so like in your cookie cutter games it's like you can create a competitive team but if you really don't care about competitive teams it's like well oh well uh like you can get the shiny charm but i feel like you could get like once you get the shiny charm shiny hunting some people think of that as like a completionist thing i've never really been a shiny hunter i like to do it here and there like i like to do an rcs when it was super easy until they decided to patch it shame on them shame on them Shame on yeah, them. Man. I should have been able to get all the shinies. I Well, I think it's pretty easy still. I think it was just like they passed the original method. Um, but like with this game, like you said, um, I'm going to throw it to Ray after this because she was playing it until she just like she was just playing the shit out of it. So um, <laughs> like you could do so much to where it's like you didn't even want to progress in the game. Like you were just going back and you were trying to maybe – uh, oh, well, I want to get all the Starly Pokedex entries completed. And then you did all that. And then you just kept exploring until it's like your team is just beefed up. And then you're exploring and trying to get this shiny and that shiny. Because you could do that. It's not like the shiny odds did increase with certain like entries you got done. But like it wasn't so reliant on catching every Pokemon in the game. You feel me? Like it does. But like you could you could do it without having to do that. Uh, the odds were significantly better than other games. And that's what I like that they did with this game. It's like, we're going to give you a shitload of stuff, and you could just do it. Just do whatever you want. If you want a shiny hunt, go for it. If you want to just explore everything and catch every, catch every Pokemon here, do it. If you want to rush through the game and just beat it, then do it. We, but if you want to try and do all the side missions, and then do it. Then just do it. Like, Because I, I found myself just like farming a lot, too. Just like getting certain items to get Pokeballs and all that good stuff. So, um... Ray, I'm very curious about how many hours you put in this game. Cause there, there, Almost this, 300. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is a reason why I needed you yeah. on the pod. So <laughs> 300 hours. So like, I need Jeez. you to tell everybody that's listening to Tana's Eye View, mm -hmm. episode 16, which Ray reminded me of. of mm -hmm. um, yeah, she, she knows my pod better than me. <sighs> Leave it to the girl, man. <laughs> just uh, no shit. You know? Uh, yeah, no, I... Uh, I'm going to expose myself a little bit in that I've never finished a Pokemon game ever because mm. I get bored very easily. And so I'll make it through like most of the gyms and then the repetitive action of it and seeing all the same Pokemon all the time. I just kind of like put it away and move on with my life. And what I liked about Arceus is that I could go down different paths depending on how my mood was that day. And I liked that post game they added like, um, I don't know what they term they use was something about like the training battles where you could just go in with one pokemon and and do a bunch of training or you could go shiny hunt or you could complete the pokedex entries and i feel like for each pokemon there are very specific tasks that you had to do mm -hmm. so i never found myself getting bored um but i will say it was so dialogue heavy that uh, i did start to become rep like too rep repetitive rep rep monotonous mm -hmm. words are hard um that I would start to get bored, like, in the middle. And I yeah. didn't really have fun again until post-game. Right. 
So but I did. I put almost 300 hours in that. A lot of times when I do those Pokemon games too, it's like um, a lot of streamers and content creators they'll do like their, their own voice acting for the games. I was doing that at oh, first, and I found me. myself like, oh my god! I told Chad, I was like, I don't know if y'all really care, but it was cool <laughs> at first. But I was like, yeah, maybe three hours into, and I was like, I can't. I'm mm. not. I'm sorry. If you want to read it, you're gonna have to read it on your own, guys, because like I can't keep doing this. Which it kind of it it kind of intrigued me on why they would do that though. Like I know it was like technically the way they based it, it was before Pokey. Wasn't it like when Pokemon regions were basically collided together or something like that? Kogo, do you know the lore specifically? Like how it's? I, I'm not sure. I mean, it all it all does seem like a prequel. Yeah, right? ev yeah, before everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the Pokemon yeah. are there, but they're not region based. Like. Um, all the Pokemon are there. It's just like everything is just like kind of close together, and it's like, oh, I have an adventure called the Pokedex. Like in the first game, it was already invented. It was already like here. Like I need you to complete this. This is like before all of that. So maybe they wanted to make it lore heavy on that aspect. Like I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to give them like the benefit of the doubt. But there was just some times where it's like, I can't just keep on clicking A. I can't like. There's times where it's just like you're saying a lot of a lot, and then you're trying to make it dramatic when it really isn't, and it's just like. I do have friends that that was their favorite part of the game was reading all of it, and not my journey, but it was for them. And um, I didn't even notice it, but they pointed out that the Pokédex screen actually looks like a notebook, like a spiral notebook. Yeah. If we were actually like, putting it together, which is cool, but. Right, right, I mean, right. I think the lore is interesting, but I'd rather be able to like skim a Wikipedia to find out the lore than have to sit there and like button smash A. Uh, I'll pull up a 10 minute YouTube video at that point. Like, I don't know yeah, someone exactly. could do a work for me, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, uh, usually when I play Pokemon games, like I like to like get the initial story at first. And it's like in the in the cookie cutter games, they make it so easy to understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you beat a gym and it's like, oh, Jim, Jim Rocket just uh, just crashed the city. Go fuck mm -hmm. them up. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, That's easy to understand. You're getting into, like, uh, this Pokemon. Like, the the uh, the only thing I really found intriguing was the, when the Growlithe and the Volcano and, like, yeah. and, he, and turn, he, he turned into the Beast. And I was like, yeah, this is sick. That was, like, the only time I was really like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But then there was other times I'm like, oh, I don't really care what you're talking about. Because they're, then they're pulling out flutes, summoning shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, man. Like. And, and I don't know about you, but I got I got caught into this where it's like you get so tired of that story, right? So then you're like you're hitting A and just flipping through it. You might look over, talk to chat, do something else, and then like ten minutes later, you're like, what What am I supposed to be doing right now? Yeah. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. ah, I should have been fucking reading what they said. Yeah, yeah. I was so and, lost. And, and then you're like, ah, oh, darn it, I should have been paying more attention. So mm -hmm. and I do like though that it seemed like it was geared more towards adults. Like I feel like a lot True. of even the newer Pokemon games. Mm -hmm. I, still very kind of childish and this one was like okay as an adult i can i've i very much thought about that especially and i don't want to give any spoilers away for mm -hmm. anyone who hasn't played it but like the final battle when you were yes. going through the story mode the mm -hmm. final battle i was thinking to myself there is no child who's mm -hmm. gonna like no 10 year old kid is gonna be able to complete this no yeah. shot because it was insanely hard it and, was and hard. the rest of the battles you know through the rest of the game were relatively easy um, which is, you know, that's very, um, that's very Pokemon of them, you know, to not really have that many crazy battles. But the, the very last battle where you, uh, before you actually fight Arceus, that battle was tough. I was like, yeah. there, you know, this is definitely geared towards me. There's, there's no 10 year old doing this. And if, and if they are more power to them. 
Nintendo thinks they're slick when they do that sometimes. Not even like getting off track from Pokemon, dude. I've I played Luigi's Mansion, Luigi's Mansion three on the Switch, and I'm like, some of these puzzles, I'm like, yo, what do you <laughs> want me to do? Like, there was a puzzle where I needed to go to one area, grab this, then go to the other area to set this off with the item I got, and I'm like, dude. How do you, like, you just have to sit there and just play with stuff. And, like, at that point, it's like, like you said, no kid's going to figure this out. But I did like that aspect mm -hmm. of it. Like, I wanted to say, like, like Elden Ring style, bro. Like, you were dodging, and then you were doing, like, you mm -hmm. were throwing shit. And then it was like, you're dodging again, because this Pokemon's trying to mess you up. So, like, you got to, like, think of it as an actual boss fight, too. So, and a lot of times, your Pokemon, like, would just get knocked out. Just, like, straight in general. And I, I did kind of like that feeling to where it was just, like, you're not going to strictly dominate every Pokemon. Like, even if you're mm -hmm. a higher level, they have way more HP, they're way stronger. They have agile styles, like different type of style attacks. And it's just like, you're going to lose a mon or two and you're just going to have to suck it up and expect like expect that. That's why they want you to craft and get all your revives and yeah. all that stuff too. Um, well, that's what I liked about it too was not only your Pokemon, but even like yourself. There's mm -hmm. a sense of danger and urgency where, you know, if you don't get out of the way or run away for a little bit, you're going to pass out. You're going to lose your little satchel thing. Which oh, I've never, yeah. I've never experienced in another game. I mean, there wasn't in another game where you literally had to worry about passing out. Mm. Yeah, I mean that brings up like the an interesting point. Like uh, in the games up until now, there really weren't many times where a Pokemon would actually attack you. Like as a mm -hmm. trainer, they uh, were really only Pokemon fighting Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. in the anime. I mean, you see it, I think, like, first or second episode, right? When Ash is being attacked by the Spearow, you know, shout mm -hmm. out to Pokemon back in the 90s, being, being <laughs> attacked by the Spearow, right? And, and Mewtwo attacking Ash in movies and stuff like that. So, like, they knew it existed, and they never really kind of brought it into the games until now. And it's like, I never want to be charged by a Snorlax again. <laughs> like, it was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And then when, when they get that sound of being, like, 1 HP, man, and you're just trying to find any which way to get out of there. But yeah, that was a that was a really interesting part mm -hmm. of the game. Cause you would fight alpha Pokemon too, and my Pokemon would get straight up wiped, and then I was like, oh, I can't do nothing. I better run away. And then he's doing this crazy ass attack where it's like, how'd you even hit me from there? Or like, uh, I was having a really stressful time when I was hunting for the gold bats and doing the. Uh, oh, that's another thing. The um, the uh, encounters. What are they called? The uh, duh, duh, duh. outbreaks. Outbreaks. Yeah. So in this game, there's outbreaks in the game. And basically, you could like, um, you could like try and spawn them basically, or like reset for them. But the outbreaks basically mm -hmm. like uh, bring in a bunch of uh, of a certain Pokemon, and there's just like twenty of them in just a pack. But like, there would be times where it's like, oh, I would try to catch all these Golbats, and I'm trying to get a shiny and stuff, and they would they would attack me, all five of them. Trying to attack me. It's like, yo, I got to get out of here. I better figure out how to run around and heal up. And <laughs> then I got to go back and clear the wave and then restart because I didn't get a shiny. I ended up doing that for four or five hours and still didn't get that shiny. To this day, I still didn't get the gold bat shiny. And then they patched it to where it was. Uh, I hate that patch. Yeah. Um, well, those four on one battles would be tough as shit, too. Oh, yeah. You, you could almost never yeah. beat them. Dude, you would fight an alpha, and then a random mon would just come up next to him trying to square up. And I'm like, dude, Geo, dude, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, because, you know, in, in previous games, when you would fight multiple Pokemon at once, there would be moves that could potentially damage all of them, right? Yes. Like, so if you're going 1v4, 
you could do a you know like a water some sort of water attack and all of them could get injured mm -hmm. and on this you didn't do that you had to one by one take out each and every pokemon and there there wasn't the ability to to kind of hit more than one at once yeah 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 like it's a very good game um i definitely enjoy it um has anybody did uh, they had a the alga and palkia to the game i think uh, I don't know if anybody's been back to play it ever since that, or you guys kind of just move on from it, or... Oh, no, Bestie, I have all of them Pokemons. You have all of them? You got the Dialga yeah. and the Palkia, too? Yeah, man. Yeah. <sighs> Is it spoiler? I Am I... You, too? You both? <laughs> how, many yeah. hours, how many hours you put in, Coco? Uh, at least 110. It's up there. I'm the one hosting the video game podcast, bro, and I yeah. over here put in 36 <laughs> hours to so your guys' 400 combined. Sick. When he said 36 hours, yeah, I was like, oh, my God. It might be, it might be a little bit more. I'm, I'm, I'm estimating. I'm estimating. Because I think about that, too. Like I feel like I'm like, bro, I've been playing this game for hours. And I go look at my time. I was like, what do you mean I've only been playing for, like, five hours? I feel like I've been playing for days. I'm like, this is, like, my seventh day out here. But, I mean, it's still a great game. Uh, I love it. I don't know if I'll ever go back to it, but I definitely had to talk about it on the pod just because, like, it was it was different from Pokemon's aspect. And I think they could do a lot more with that, too. Like, uh, it opens up, like, like, Pokemon Legends. I heard, like, Celebi or, like, a different gen or something like that. Mm -hmm. So... Um, yeah, because they obviously didn't include all the Pokemon in that particular game, right? So there's a mm -hmm. huge amount of Pokemon that were left out. Mm -hmm. um, so they could definitely just have another game with those other Pokemon, right? And and kind of have like a similar similar style of game and, and stuff like that. Well, that's I what I was that. wondering, too, is are they going to do another game? Or will they do a DLC like around the release of Scarlet Violet? Like, I feel like they left it open to add on to you or just completely make a sequel. I'd be surprised if they did not do a DLC mm -hmm. um, just because their MO for the last several games has been, you know, having a DLC that's that's uh, basically like reviving the game after it starts to die down a bit. So I'd be surprised if they didn't do some sort of DLC. That's what I kind of was thinking, too. Like, I feel like they are past the DLC. They they know they could probably get another $60 out of just pushing out a whole new game. I kind of want to think of, like, game cut. Like, I mean, like, it's the obvious choice. Like, they want to make money and stuff, too. Like, I feel like they would just push out a whole new game at that point and then, like, do it like that. Like, um, like even with Let's Go, like, Eevee and Pikachu, if they were just to do, like, a Johto version of it, they wouldn't release a DLC for that. They would just probably push out a, a whole new game. But it would be kind of cool if they, you know how like lately Nintendo has been doing the, uh, if you do the certain online, like there's like an expensive yeah. online thing, the like expansion thing. Like what if they said like, they, uh, we'll make it a DLC, but then you, if you get that, you could get that with the expansion. Yeah. I thought about that too. Uh, Nintendo's going a weird way with their, uh, their model. Like, I mean, obviously they want to have like that game pass or. Um, like, I mean, like they have uh, game Xbox has Game Pass, PlayStation, they're starting to do their uh, Spartacus thing, and now Nintendo's getting in on it so people can play older games and then get these expansions just for mm -hmm. throwing it in an online package. And sometimes it's a good deal. I mean, I personally don't do it because I don't really feel like playing N64 games on my Switch is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I heard that they plan on doing GameCube games, but that's like, that might be like future, future. If they do that, then I could see it, but. I mean, I don't really need to play Majora's Mask, honestly. Like, I don't. 
They'd have me if they brought back Def Jam Fight for New York. I'd I'd sign up for it, but otherwise I'm not. You look like a scrapper. You look like you'd be fighting. It's that New York in me, you know. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. You be <laughs> you be getting down. Yeah, man. <laughs> I catch these hands. Hey, man. Relax. 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 I tell I tell Chow all the time I'm gonna go snooky on them. Easy. Easy. <laughs> um, now, have you guys heard about Pokemon Home? I think they just re- talked about it like maybe two days ago. Uh, I, I have see what they mentioned like two days ago, but they're going to start letting us uh, take our Pokemon home Pokemon and transfer them into Arceus and also BDSP. And I oh. guess though, if you take one from one of the other games, uh, it'll have a strange ball. But basically, you could have a Pokemon that's not even in the Arceus world in your Arceus game. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they had it set up like that. A lot of times if they do the... Uh... If they do the Pokemon Home, if it's not in that Pokedex, then it can't be in that game. But if they could do that, that'd be kind of cool. I'm down for it. Yeah, they have some sort of graphic that they put on. It's like the Japanese website, I think, and it shows the arrows that say it's interchangeable. So I know it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I've had Pokemon Home for a while. And, um, I mean, some of that stuff, I, I think it was more just based on, like, I used it for when I played Pokemon Sword and Shield when I caught an... Um, what, what were they called? Dino? Uh, Dynamax Dino? Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I do the Dynamax hunting and stuff like that, I would put all those in Pokemon Home, and I just, like, kept them there because they had good IVs and shit like that. So that's the only reason I use Pokemon Home, really. So. Yeah, I've, I'm very new to Pokemon Home. I wasn't able to play Pokemon Go for the longest time. It wouldn't work on my phone. So now I'm, like, trying to transfer all my shit over to Pokemon Home. Not a big Pokemon Go fan, man. Like, I used to be. No? It, got, it got really, to me, like, I don't, I know a lot of people don't do that, but I know people that will, like, sit on their couch and just play Pokemon Go. It's like, come on, man. Like, we, they want you to go outside. Just go outside and play the game. <laughs> Walk to get your stop. Like, there's ways that you could glitch and say, like, you could show up in Japan to get a fucking Tyranitar. Oh. And it's like, I mean, come on, man. I'm going to just go outside and do it, but. I never really been into the mobile games like that, like especially mm. like Pokemon Go. It just drains the battery and stuff. And plus, like walking around, like I've I've been to uh, <laughs> a funny story. A funny story. I'll uh, I'll talk about it. Is uh, uh, when I did play Pokemon Go, I woke up super early, and they were doing like events at uh, it was at the University of Toledo. So what you would do is you basically had like everybody would just meet up at certain areas. Like there was like two or three areas set up, and there's just people just hovering. And like we were just like, whoa, what is that? Like, what's going on? And like, um, we pull up, and it was like it was, what is it? it? Was Lugia, I think. It was Lugia. So those boss fights in Pokemon Go, they were just absolutely crazy, and they're just hard to beat. So like everybody had planned out like ways to try and defeat it, so we could all could capture it and stuff like that. Like you just had Tyran- Tyranitars everywhere. But my my Pokemon weren't that good. They were all fainted and stuff like that. And I was like. Okay, well, I gotta hurry up and get back in there. I'm trying to get this Lugia, and like I threw in like a, a curl, like a Jigglypuff or something like that. And my Jigglypuff's just trying to smack this Lugia around. You just hear in the back, she's like, "Who Jigglypuff is that?" And I'm just like trying to hide my <laughs> shit. I'm like just fighting with it because everybody has all these good mons, just tearing it up. My Jigglypuff's just kind of going crazy. Like I've had really good experiences with the game. Um, the also the uh, the shiny Squirtle event that happened like a while ago. I drove around for that. Like, I was like, come on, man. I need a squirrel with some glasses. Make them shiny. Like, that's just like, that's a gimme. That's a gimme. If it's something like that, I'll do. Like, the community days and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, 
But like you guys said, uh, I think uh, Ray brought it up. There is Scarlet and Violet that did get announced a little bit ago. And uh, basically, it's going to be a new um, mainline Pokemon game. I think this would be Gen 9 at this point. Yeah. Gen 9. So uh, they had a little intro. Uh, basically, it looked like an abandoned house. Basically, security guard. He's walking around, shining his light everywhere, looking around, thinking he's hearing something. And then basically... Flashes his flashlight somewhere, and then it announces uh, three of the starter Pokemon. Um, they had Quaxly, which is my personal favorite, the water Pokemon, the duck. They had uh, Sprig... Spri Foycoco. Foycoco. Oh, yeah, Sprigatito, I think. Is yeah, Sp Sprigatito, whatever, Sp Spaghetti Cat, <laughs> whatever his name is. And then uh, you said Foycoco. Boy yeah, Coco, which yeah. I, it's got to be my favorite being Coco, right? I think I just by default have to go with Fue Coco because it mm -hmm. has Coco. I was gonna ask what your guys' yeah. favorite were, so I want the green cat. Give me that oh, green cat. Well, then oh. we we each get one then, yeah, because exactly. I, that's I fair. Go with, I go with Fue Coco. Yeah. We're all picking um, the opposite of each other. That's crazy. That's gonna be yeah. a crazy triple yeah. battle. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, if they turn those little cute little little Pokemon into some humanoid beast-looking dudes, I'm not gonna be happy. Ah, yeah, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Well, you don't, don't like, know. You don't like the. Uh, you have a feeling that that cat's just gonna have muscles and long legs, oh, or what? Oh my are you? god! Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> Walk, like who is like Lynn, and all that? Lynn, bro, oh, like Lynn, yeah. Lynn, like the perfect example. Lynn is just yeah, like, like, Lynn is just that cute old cat, and then he just grows muscles. I'm like, Jesus uh, Christ! It's awful. <laughs> oh my awful. god, that's so funny you said. That. I forgot about Lynn, dude. Like, cause. Basically, like, the way I look at starters is I'm like, I make sure that they're kind of more separate than the previous starters. They've done a lot of starters, so it's kind of hard to do that. Yeah. Having another cat starter isn't, like, super amazing to me, but I think he's cool. Like, grass, and uh, somebody said, like, uh, based on the name, um, I did a video about it on my channel. Basically, like, mm -hmm. he could, like, they said, like, based on the name, like, spirit or was in it. So, like, it said it could be grass ghost based on that. Um, like stuff like that would be super cool. So if it had a ghost side to side typing, that would go crazy. Yeah, that'd be sick. But yeah, I've heard it. I've heard about some rumors that Fue Coco was going to be fire ghost. Um, oh, you did too. Going kind of based, kind of based on like a pepper, like a hot pepper, right? Like the ghost <laughs> pepper. But, well, because because they said that he kind of looked like like Fue Coco actually resembles a pepper. Um, and so there were, there were a lot of people that were thinking he was going to be like fire ghost. Um, I think Quaxley, I'm trying to think of like kind of the main rumor that I heard about Quaxley. He's a bird. Just well, yeah, of course he is. <laughs> but he, 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 kind of looked, Duck. he kind of looked like a pilot yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The Donald duck. So yeah, obviously like flying water. I don't know about the cat though. Yeah, like I, I, Foy Coco is. I, I laughed and I sat here and smiled. I'm like that. That Pokemon's cute, man. I was like, mm -hmm. I, I. It's hard for me to say that. So I'm like, bro, that mon is fuck. Like with his little arms and his little legs. I'm like, that mon's cool. I wanted to pick him, but like, we gotta stay loyal to the birds out here, baby. We love our birds. We love our flying type. <laughs> so if it has that flying type to it, I think it'd be cool. Um, the region is based off. It's a. Uh, it's it's a Spanish region, right? Like Spain, Portugal. Spain, yeah. that's what they were saying. So um, the the world looked great. The um, the um, the main protagonist looked very nice in his fits. Like, I think it could be a very beautiful game. And based off like screenshots that I saw, I feel like they're taking a little bit of Legends of Arceus and throwing that into the mainline games. And if they could do that, 
That's going to be awesome. Like, I looked at screenshots for that game. I'm like, I'm getting Legends of Arceus vibes just based on mm -hmm. how the open world is and, like, the way you could walk around and where the Pokemon are walking because this is the, uh, let me see. Was the Switch the first game to have Pokemon that uh, were overworld Pokemon? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that started, that started with Let's Go. Yeah, so, like, mm -hmm. having the overworld Pokemon were always, like, like, I like having overworld encounters and shit like that. So, but yeah. they're only in tall grass, though, for the mainline games. Like, I want to see them just scattered everywhere, like Arceus. And then you could, like, literally run into. Um, a little bit of a side topic for that, because we all, we all are content creators. Um, I don't know. Um, I've always made my Pokemon games a little bit more challenging. Uh, I don't know how that would affect, like, Nuzlocks and stuff like that, too. You feel what I'm saying? Because, like, you, oh, the main thing was, like, if you played an older game and you ran into a random Pokemon, you never knew what you were going to get. And Nuzlocke, now you could, like, basically, like, pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. The, I, know, the I just, I get bored running. I, that's, I, I think I have ADHD. I'm going to be completely honest. So, like, the running back and forth between the grass, like, I just get bored. I move on. And then I feel like I miss out. I've never done shiny hunting in the other games because I get bored. Um, so I prefer the overworld Pokemon too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. then they just pop up, and then you can see yeah. them. And sometimes like they I even want another Bidoof. <laughs> no more Bidoof. Right. Right. Was it? Um. Did they do it in S Sword and Shield, where like you had to go into battle to see if it was shiny, right? Correct. Yeah. And then Arceus yeah. was like you could see it in the overworld shiny, just like Let's Go Pikachu. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get you. Yeah. Um. So I kind of want to go around the room then too, and I want to talk about everybody's wish list for the new game. I'll uh, I'll start off with Coco, the man of the hour, the Fue Coco stand. He just likes yeah. Coco, hot Coco. Yeah. His his Every, everything Coco. His logo is a hot Coco, which is crazy. Stan. So yeah. what's behind yeah. the name anyway, bro? Like Coco. Man, like, the quick let's, quick let's thing get... about the name, it's actually kind of funny. So like when I was uh, I first like started getting into like more modern gaming, like when I was in college. But I was broke, so I couldn't afford like a console, you know, things like that. So I ended up buying my console used, like pre-owned off of some guy that was selling it on Craigslist. Right. And he sold me the Xbox and he was like, oh, and I paid for 12 months of Xbox Live and there's still eight months on it. I was like, as a broke college kid, not having to pay for Xbox Live was dope. Oh, that's the so I logged in and the gamer tag was White Cocoa Puff. <laughs> so i was like okay i'm just gonna use this eight months of free xbox live and then when it runs out i'll get my own well i was grinding call of duty i had all these stats that i wanted to hold on to so eventually i just kept renewing it renewing it and i'm like you know what i'm gonna make it my own name but everyone was already calling me coco so i was just like you know what i'm gonna make my my gamer tag like what people say when they see me in a lobby like oh no it's coco like we're, we're done for right oh, so that's, no! that's where the name comes from that's where the name comes from. <laughs> I get you. Um, but but for me, I mean, so I, I kind of have two things for my wish list. One is not realistic because we already know about the starters. I get that it's tradition. Every single Pokemon game to have fire, water, and grass type starters. Can we get some different types as starters mm. in a really different region? I would love to see a psychic starter. Mm -hmm. I would love to see a dragon starter or steel something right. unique i i get that it's tradition but i would absolutely love to see a pokemon game really you know reach into their bag of tricks and have a completely different set of starters i think that would open up for more creativity from them too because they're like they constantly have to do a fire 
a water and a grass starter. And for them, I mean, it gets repetitive, right? We see a lot of cats. We see a lot of, you know, everything like I that. I feel like, so, like every me, Pokemon game has a cat. I don't know why. Like a new I cat can, every game. And only I two just, elephants. Yeah, that's oh. right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, so for me, like, I would love to see that. Obviously, we're not going to get it this game because we already know the starters and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but for me... I still want to see them in this type of game kind of take from what was successful from Arceus. I really like the distortions in Arceus. Um, so like when you would kind of be hanging around an area for a long time and this distortion would open up, it's it's kind of the idea of like the like the safari a little bit. You're going to go in there. You're going to be able to find rare type Pokemon. They're going to be harder to fight. Mm-hmm. You're going to find rare items. I really like that about Arceus. So I would yeah. like to see them do something similar uh within this type of game to where you can you can kind of do that it, it doesn't necessarily need to be as like spooky as a distortion was per se but um just something to where it, it's kind of spontaneous um you know you're able to jump in there it's like you you basically drop what you're doing because you know the opportunity of that happening is somewhat rare so you want to go in there and right. um, i think it breaks up the monotony of the game quite a bit to to make it to where all of a sudden it's like if you were doing x all of a sudden you can do y it's going to take me 20 minutes and then i can go right back to doing what i was doing and it kind of breaks up that you know breaks up that monotonous feel of it i like that like that would be a cool idea um especially i'll I'll start off with the way that you said the uh the different starters and stuff like that i think that would be a very cool idea but at the end of the day it's like it sucks because i know they want to get that audience like that new audience like they want to like they're trying to maintain the people that grew up loving the game because I feel like they have, like, bro, like, as a Pokemon fan, they just have you, like, automatically. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you started off playing Pokemon, you're basically, like, in your head, like, oh, I'm going to get the new game. Uh, but, like, mm-hmm. they want to introduce the new generation. Like, I had someone in my chat come through the other day. He's like, my first game was actually um, X and Y. And I'm like, when you think about mm-hmm. that, that's, like, how old was I when X and Y fucking I was maybe, like, 16, 17, 18 years. Like, that. I'm an, I'm old at that age. That's like kids really get that. That's their first game. When they say red and blue, they're going to call me a dinosaur. So like, I feel like <laughs> fire, water, grass is like, they want to like, that's like the simplest typing to teach. But like, I wish they did like do something like that. Like to where they added other typings and shit. Cause I've seen people on Twitter even do examples of like psychic bug and dark, I think, or psychic fighting bug, or it was like a weird, mm-hmm. a weird thing. But like, but like, that's cool because like you're switching it up like you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again i think it's just like a a staple in the game but uh change is cool and another thing about like the having something like that's what i would like to have too is like the reason why legends of arceus i felt was a very good game is you didn't have to like straight line it like you you got distracted and wanted to do other stuff but you wanted to do it it's not like you had to do it so like if you're going through like a route you should have like a little thing here and there that you can go to and like oh if you go in here like there's going to be a very rare pokemon game like very rare pokemon in here or maybe you could go in here grind this out and then you'll be a higher level so the next gym's a little bit easier Make it optional to do certain things and get rewarded for it. A lot of Pokemon games are very linear. Like, okay, if you want to get to the trainer, you got to get through this route. And you can only go certain ways left, certain ways right to get, and you got to battle all the trainers. And it's just like, they don't, you don't really get rewarded for that. That's just something you have to do. Like, if they said, like, 
go up route one take a left and then there's like a house there and it's just like a haunted house and all the ghost mods are there and you can have a ghost mod like very early plus it's a little hard and you can catch it i'm down for that i'm down for that 100 percent. like just to be able to do something different because i feel like the games are very linear you know what i'm saying you just be, go and play going you got your minds you're grinding them up and then it's like oh let's beat the gym leader now Phil. Uh, Ray, what, uh, what are some things that you want to see in the new game in particular? The distortions is pretty high on my list, like my wish list as well. Mm -hmm. Because you figure, where did the main person from Arceus even come from? I feel like something happened with the space-time rift, and we were plucked from somewhere. And so I think it'd be cool to kind of see some ramifications of what the space-time rift or whatever, the distortions are affecting this present day Pokemon world. And I think that it would make sense if they added it mm -hmm. as long as they added it. I don't know if they're going to, um, I want an evolution. I want a ghost. I want a flying. You know, I love me my Eevees. I didn't say it because you had mentioned you were such an Eevee yeah. stand. I was like, I bet she's going to say it, but yeah, I would yeah. love to see a new evolution. That would be really cool. The last one we had was from X and Y. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. Sylveon, right? Yep, Sylveon's the last one. So I think it's time. I think a flying one would be cool, or maybe like a steel, something crazy. I feel like steel. Ghost is the, probably where they would go next. I feel like it's the more cute of the types. Or like imagine a dragon Eevee. Mm -hmm. um, a little fighting Eevee with the boxing gloves. Yes! Like oh my god. Exactly. Yo, Nintendo, send him a contract. Send him a contract. <laughs> let's let's get it going. Let's get it going. I'm just I'm just the idea guy. I can't I can't That's, you know I can't design them. I just, they I just get, know what they should look they like. They get you yeah. they get you in the studio. They're like, all right, let's draw it up. I didn't yeah. I didn't say I would like I like, can no. like can I can I get you an artist? Like I let me let me see if the commissions are right, open. Right. Just hire him for the think tank, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. But uh, I really am intrigued by the open world as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it adds an element that'll make Pokemon fresh again, like for those of us who have been playing a long time, but also kind of make it easy for people who are just now starting or maybe it's their first, second game. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm hoping that it's, they give us more to like, explore. So it isn't that linear path that you were talking about. Yeah. And we can kind of go back. Like, give me a reason to backtrack. Like, I, I think it was BDSP where I planted berries. I'm like, I'm never going to go back for those berries. Who the hell plants berries? In that? Who is planting well, berries? I don't know. I'm like, Ray, why are you planting berries, man? berries, you know? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen, I tried. I tried, but I never went back for them, okay? Man, I put honey on the tree. I didn't go back for, yeah, like, three I gems. Never. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I planted honey yeah, on the never. tree. There's a level 10 combi. <laughs> Let's mess it up. Like, yeah. Right. So there's no give me a reason to go back. There's no reason to do any of that. That's what stinks about yeah. it. I feel you on like, that. Why are you adding those things into the game when none of us are using them, really? Mm -hmm. None of us want to go back backwards. Mm-hmm. 100%. I feel like the main goal of Pokemon games is nobody really cares about... Well, m the majority of the player base doesn't really care so much about all those extra things. They're just grinding the gym so that they can get their shiny charm and shiny hunt or... You know, mm. start doing the competitive stuff. So, right, 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 right. I want a reason for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. I get you. I get you. Not to go back and plant berries. You don't want to be able to like. Yeah. You want to make it easier to where you can plant more berries at once. Is that what you're saying? Like that'd be a, <laughs> a, a quality of life change. At a certain point, it just turns into farming simulator, and there's right. no more Pokemon. You just right, plant like, berries and trees and Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew yeah, Valley. Chitter, throw a little yeah, bit of that. Valley. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I just like, I feel like they give us these mechanics that 
they want you to slow it down a little bit, right? Like go backwards in your map, but none of us are doing that. So mm -hmm. maybe if they did have, like, I feel like in Arceus, we had to go back to the Obsidian Fieldlands often for different things. So give me that reason to have to backtrack a little bit. Right. Even if it's just like, oh, a different Pokemon migrated here and like you can yeah. kill that. Like that's going mm -hmm. like super deep into it and that's like lore things, but. Right. Um, if I had to say anything I would really want is I just want decent decent post game like i was just kind of saying like we like like i said i just i've always felt like i beat the game and then it was really nothing after that i think sword and shield did a really good job of having the they had two dlcs or three it's just two right two i think two they had the two dlcs and it was cool because they gave you like different things to do at each one and they had like different pokemon they added in um so like i want to make sure that i'm doing something different like even if it's a short like two three hour story get a legendary cool mm -hmm. i'm cool with that add in some different items i like that like if they could find a way to do that and incorporate like maybe even some older friends from the older games and uh maybe or it's like what i what i thought would be like really cool is like it's kind of off track from like this game now they couldn't do it with this game but like i would love to see another game like heart gold soul silver where they kind of combine two regions together. Like, you you beat one region, then you go to the next region, then you clean that one out. Like, that would be really, really cool to me. Um, there's the, I, I thought from uh, uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, a cool thing that they had was the underground system. I was like, I, th I would be down to throw that in again. Like, even if it was, like, the wild area to where, like, you have different biomes and each biome has certain Pokemon and shit like that. I like that. As long as they kind of separate it from Sword and Shield, I don't want that same wild area. Just kind of make put their own spin mm -hmm. on it. Um, because I feel like we're probably going to get another game where we're going to have a different, like, system. Last uh, last game, it was Dynamax. And then it was, uh, what did they have? They had the, the wrist thing for the Alola Pokemon. What was that shit called? The wrist thing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Not just mega. G move. Was, was it G G stones oh. or something like mega? It was something something stones. I think G yeah. moves or something like that. I forgot what it was. Uh, but they had the mega. So I feel like they're they're due to try something different here. It's I don't know what it would be as long as it's like worth trying to do. Um, I gotta see these legendaries too. We haven't seen any legendaries or nothing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Mm hmm. I'm very excited for it though. Um, I don't I'm know. I'm hoping we get a release date soon. They normally do it. I feel like at the end of May. Right. So I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks we'll find something out. It's crazy how fast they're pushing the game out too. Legends of Arceus came out in January, and they plan on releasing this new game by fall. Most Pokemon games come out in November, so it's probably yeah. going to be in that November win window. So. I feel like Pokemon's just pushing out shit at this point. They, they, yeah, they're yeah, like, I mean, they're, Arceus they're, is hot. Let's just keep it going for <laughs> real. Like they're they're doing it on the the TCG side as well. I mean, they're coming out with new sets every couple of months. Oh my uh, god! And it's it's just wild how much they're like turning and burning that product. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's just that's just Pokemon's mo right now is is really try to milk everything they can out of it, even though it's been. I mean, it's been around for how many years? Obviously, very successful and and things like that. They don't have to milk it if they don't want to. I don't think it, I don't think popularity is going to fall off anytime soon. Yeah. Um, like so, what uh, what kind? What's the uh, what's the newest um set out right now? What's the what's the hot stuff? What's the hot stuff? Right, right, right now the the set that's out and it's in like attainable is Brilliant Stars. 
mm-hmm. which features like a couple different Charizard cards, uh, like we were talking uh, pre-pod. Um, the one that comes out, it comes out, I think, in two weeks. It's called Astral Radiance uh, that's coming out. I'm not super excited over the set, but the one thing I am excited for is that after Astral Radiance, I believe at the end of June, they're coming out with a kind of like a subset that's Pokemon Go TCG. So a lot of the artwork, a lot of a lot of the, um, you know, different the artwork, the trainers, everything like that is going to mirror what is in Pokemon Go, uh, which I'm excited about because I was huge into Pokemon Go when it came out. Uh, played it with a lot of friends, my wife, um, you know, things like that. So I, it, it holds a special place for me. Uh, so I'm excited about that set. It's it's actually the next set I'll probably try to get like a master set of. I respect it. Yeah, I I, uh, I used to know a friend that he used to try and do the master sets all the time too. He have a uh, each he had he would have an individual binder for each set. Yep. And then he would try and like order it wow. one through like 150 I, or whatever. I just I just completed my my first real master set. So like I started collecting the TCG probably like a year year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and I got an original base set. I collected from one you know from start to finish for a base set. And I put that in a binder, set it aside. And then I fell in love with Evolving Skies, which is very, like, Evolution-based uh, and stuff like that. And I literally just yesterday got the final card for that set. Um, not the last card I thought it would be, but it was like a it was like a $20 card that I just couldn't pull, couldn't find. Uh, and, wow. but yeah, now the set's complete, so pretty Let's pumped. Let's go! You were probably yeah. hyped as hell. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but then at the same time, I'm like, what do I do now? Right. <laughs> Wait for the next set, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's the uh so like uh what's the most popular card? What's the what's the card that people need to be pulling then? What's the what's the, what's the set? What's the card, man? What do we it's tips I, tips from Coco, the, man? Tips from Coco. Tell them where yeah, they need I to mean, rush the right, target and fight the fight the kids right, for. Right now I still think the set that I just completed, Evolving Skies, is gonna be the hot set. Right. It was a short it was a short release. Um, I don't think people realized how great the cards were until later on, and now they're pulling these cards. So, like the the so like Brilliant Stars, for example, which is the most recent set, people started pulling these Rainbow Charizards and these Alt Art Charizards, and then because people were pulling them, the value was going down. Evolving Skies is going up. Like when I pulled the Chase card out mm-hmm. of the set from Evolving Skies, it was probably like a one hundred and eighty dollar card at the time, and it was Gross. like the top card. About. Market value now for it is probably about $360, $370 for that same chase card. So that's gross. That's so I, expensive. I think I think yeah, I think that's only gonna continue to go up. So if you're out there, hit up your target, hit up your Walmart, evolving skies, get you get yourself some of the cardboard booster packs and and pray pray to Arceus that you pull something good. Yeah, <laughs> my boy my boy Vino's gonna love that too. I don't know if he does it so much now, but I remember uh, a few of my friends, they were collecting the cards and shit like that and I used to just buy booster boxes on booster boxes back during the X and Y um, eras and the Sun and Moon eras because I used to do the uh, the Pokemon competitively and stuff with the cards. Like I'd stink it, I'd stink it up though, bro. I would go to <laughs> I would go to tournaments and I'd be going like oh four. I'd go oh and four. I was in the bottom tables at that point. We're just talking about hey man, what you getting for dinner? We're just playing. We're just yeah. effing around. But it was cool, man. Like it's still fun the experience of going out to like I've been to out to columbus where they would have nationals and stuff like that and i would go with a group of friends and we would have our decks we would like bling it out make it look cool you meet some of the like think of like twitchcon uh but smellier but no 
No. He's not wrong, dude. Though. Oh wrong. my god, dude! Like, He's not wrong. if I ended up going back, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna be the dude that just passed out the deodorant and the uh, the soap. I I think it's true. It's awful. I think that'd be a good investment. Like, dude, aren't you the dude who passed out? Yes, I passed out the deodorant. I yeah, needed I'm it. the deodorant dude. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's got these little trial trial sticks of deodorant <laughs> that say, like, you love Nictana, twitch.tv. Yeah, right, like, exactly. I'm going to have a business card in there. See, it's all exactly. about the business, bro. We all about exactly. the business. Right, rate the rate the pod five stars. Let's rate the pod five stars. They're going to be like, I got to listen to the pod now. And then while I was putting on his deodorant, like, okay, I'll do it. Um, nah, but, like, you get to, like, like think of it as TwitchCon where it's just, like, you get to see, like, when you when we if we all go to TwitchCon, we're going to see the biggest uh, content creators, obviously people that we've met throughout the years and stuff like that. So it's something like that. Everybody travels across the world, meet in the one area, and we just play Pokemon. Um, it's very fun. They have, like... A lot of the Pokemon merch there. Uh, they have like individual like rooms where like you could buy like stuffed animals, plushes, deck boxes, mats, and then there'll be rooms with just vendors selling cards, and uh, some vendors will be selling games and switches and 3DSs and stuff. Like, I honestly, miss it. But it came to a point to where it was just like, bro, the card game just got way too expensive. It got way too hard to find these cards, and spending all that money on cards just to go 04, 04, 05. It's like, damn. Waking up at 8 in the morning. Uh, it was crazy. I haven't played the card, like the card physical TCG, like since I was little, mm -hmm. probably like yeah. 10 years old. But my friend gets the cards and he gives me all of his digital codes. So I play like the mm, online version. Nice. Oh, okay. That's still hot though. The, the digital. Yeah. yeah. It feels nostalgic for me. Mm -hmm. And I get hype. I get hype over it. But I don't know anything about like. I only know Evolving Skies and Brilliant Stars because he gives me the codes and then it lets me open up right. like virtual packs, but I don't know anything about it. Right. I don't know really what's going on with the newer sets. Mm -hmm. That's why I asked about it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> are they on... Um, it's They're called Sword and Shield though, right? Are the packs yeah, like Sword still, and Shield now? They're yeah, they're still in Sword and Shield, yeah. Got you. Yeah, man. Those now, do they normally... Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Do they normally start another like set if... For Scarlet and Violet, do you think? Yeah, they very well could. I mean, because before that, it was Sun and Moon. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, they very well could. It could start off the new set. I'm trying to think if they would do that before or after the game, though, after it drops. For some reason, I think it would be after. But yeah, um, I think so. I mean, because you have to think, like, they, they can't come out with any... Like, if they did it before, they wouldn't be able to come out with any Gen 9 Pokemon in the actual deck itself or in any of the cards yeah. because it'd be spoiling the game. So, yeah, I think it'd have to be after. I guess one thing I should have asked, too. Um, do you guys, like... What what kind of... um what would, the, what would that be called? Your rival? What kind of rival do you guys like when it comes to Pokemon games? Do you like your rival to be, like, super nice, super forgiving, <laughs> like your hops... Or do you like your your uh, your rival to be more like blue style, like yeah, or uh, whatever your name was, Gary or whoever your uh, yeah. Do yeah. You, how do y'all feel about your uh, your rivals, man? You want like a tough rival that's gonna give you like a tough time, or do you like the like the hops? I've I've seen people show mad love for hop, like people like hop stinks. You'd be like, no, you stink. Like the hop love is crazy. Like I think hop's pretty cool, but I mean I know some people are just like, it felt like rivals have changed over the years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, how do you guys feel I, I about that? I kind of feel like I like uh, I like the Gary style. I kind of like the cheesy mm -hmm. one-liners of that you know smell you later and like that. That's super <laughs> nostalgic. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that. 
that that rival that thinks they're they're the greatest and you've just absolutely wiped the floor with them every time you know right. what i mean so yeah i think i i think i go more towards like the gary side of things i got you yeah me too i want a rival i don't want to feel like it's like a sidekick who's kind of just yeah because it's a little bit quicker than it me. seemed like hop was like your friend too you know what i'm yeah. saying it didn't feel like your rival that was like i'm gonna be sh like i'm gonna be stronger than you and like we're not even friends we ain't close like that like i, th I thought that right <laughs> that makes it feel like it's cool like when he's your friend and shit you're just like oh it's it's hop man like you, you sometimes you yeah. get excited like you're like oh it's hop but then at the same I'd time almost, i'd almost like the idea of having a rival that you really don't get to see till the end you're just hearing about their exploits yeah, while they go so on their path right so it's it's just mm -hmm. like this fable the whole time like mm -hmm. everyone's talking about like oh my god you're almost as good as so and so i heard that he did xyz or she did xyz and then you finally meet at the very end and then it lives up to the hype right mm -hmm. it's this huge you know this huge thing i kind of cool. i remember playing brilliant diamond shining pearl and like that's kind of how it felt with the rival at the end of that game like it I don't think he was more of like a um I didn't feel he was kind of your friend but at the same time he was always trying to be stronger than you too. Like his battles were always super hard. Like I felt like when I met him at the end of the Elite 4 that last battle just like it felt something because it's like this is like he's got the he got the mons for it and yeah. Yeah. So get you man. I, I don't so. think this has come up yet. I mean we we haven't talked about it and I think you kind of have to with one of these, right? Nick is like who's your favorite Pokémon all time? I, I, all time <sighs> that's so tough man there's like a thousand <laughs> of them at this point yeah yeah so i'll, I'll start to give you time yeah. to think if you want because I've, yeah, I've got my favorite i'm i'm an i'm the 90s baby that's been around pokemon all his life it's pikachu my, my no no it's not <laughs> pikachu. no my my favorite is cubone i don't know why oh, i've always oh. thought cubone is like that that mixture of like like cute but he also kind of has that little weapon as the bone club i just always thought that was cool anytime i see anything related to cubone i'm like that's my guy mm. right there he's just so cool but but i don't like marowak i don't like marowak <laughs> i gotta keep him a cubone gotta give him an everstone and never let him grow up i don't think i've ever done that with a mod just give him an everstone that's crazy that's yeah, love sort of thing. yeah <laughs> and then i know ray said her evies but you gotta give me one you gotta pick your favorite one out of all of them like of all of them, it's probably Espeon, but I don't even know if Espeon would be my favorite Pokemon of all time. Mad respect. Ooh, really? Yeah. Like I think. Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard. I love my Eevees because I I like the like the whole vibe with them, right? But I think, I think my favorite ever might be like a Pikachu. No, I'm. You, do you take me for a basic? Bitch? No, no, think, I'm just saying. I, think, I, I want someone to be like, hey, speaking to you, like, oh, that's a good no, answer. No, I feel like it'd be like a Mewtwo, you know, like, like one of the. It'd definitely be like a Gen One situation, but I feel like it'd be like one of the legendaries. Like, mm -hmm. I, like I think Mewtwo. I think maybe Mewtwo. You like Mew better than Mewtwo, or you like Mewtwo? Better no, than Mewtwo, man. Because I like the bad guys, you know. You like the tough guys. I respect. Yeah, them. I like a little bit of darkness. Man. Mine changes a lot. So like I have like little phases, right? So um I had a really big thing for Snubble and Granbull. I thought he was really cool, like the dogmons. Yeah, they they what? What Ray? What? Listen, what? no judgment. No judgment, okay? He's a tough He's a tough he's a tough fairy. Dude, I got I got looked like crazy. 
But um, I like the snubble and the gramble for a little bit. And then I also like Chinchino, if you guys remember that mod for black and white. Mm-hmm. Is that the is that the one that's like got the big ears? Yeah, it's like the yeah. mouse Pokemon. Uh, I used yeah, to try and yeah, use okay. him competitively. So he was cool for a little bit. And then I obviously like my birds or my flying types. So like X and Y, I had a really big thing for uh, Noi- uh, Noivern. Noivern was like on my competitive mm. team. He was super fast, hit pretty hard, moveset was kind of crazy. So I liked him. And then for like this gen, I like um, Rookie D. I like Rookie D and his evolutions. I like Cramorant just because he's he's funny. Cramorant's just funny guy. <laughs> he's a funny guy. And then... Um, I think top of all of them, I do like the uh, the dragon, the apple dragon. Yeah. Whatever his name yeah. is, I forgot his name. There's there's Appleton and Flapple, I think. Flapple, yeah. What whatever. Yeah. I like the bigger dragon, to be honest. The bigger dragon with the apple on top of his head. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, that's Flapple, I think. Yeah. Like so, like basically, if it comes to birds, and then like um last pick, I know I have a lot. What's your favorite? I don't have a fee. I just like them all. But, uh, like, <laughs> one staple for me is obviously since I'm a Falcons fan and I got, like, Falcon logos and my, my branding is, like, Falcons and Feathers, I like uh, Star Raptor a lot because he's, like, oh, yeah. I think he's, like, the only Falcon mon. Like, he just looks like that that bird. He looks like that. He's that guy. He's, he's that, that bird. Mm-hmm. He is that bird. I will say that, so. I love yeah. some Ninetales and some Dragonair, too. Like, I, I Dragonair? Love the Not even Dragon Knight? And- no, he look. He looks like Goofy, like a Barney. Oh he's, he's my a derpy god! He's he's tough though. He's tough. He I'd be using him in Pokemon <laughs> Unite. He's tough. Yeah. He's tough. Now I, I can say liked... my. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say my least favorite Pokemon are that like Illumin Illumis and like that other one. Like they feel like they're OB. so pointless. Oh yes. my god! Yeah. Um, the worst Pokemon. Yeah, we're gonna have to go I ahead have... and say our least favorite Pokemon before i do my least favorite i i I do want to say like i i I always i always thought it was interesting that they went back after gen one and they gave like mr mime a pre-evolution they gave Mm -hmm. jinx a pre-evolution they did it for a bunch of them they never did it for scyther and pincer and i always thought those two would Mm. be so cute to have a pre-evolution like a little like a little grass type that has little scissors instead of the scythes. <laughs> That's awesome. That'd be so cute. Or like pincer with just like one one thing on his head instead of the two that come out. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. I I think that was a big missed opportunity. Pokemon. Sign him. Sign him. Um, he wants the contract. Game freak. Let's you know, go. You know? Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Um, least favorite Pokemon. I think. Any of them that are like that resemble inanimate objects in real life, like Klefki. Yes, or or or, a, or um, I'm not gonna say their names right, but the one that's like literally a sword. Oh, like and, and dual and blade honage, and honage, honage, yeah, and yeah. all those. I can't stand those, man. It's that's like crazy. I, like you lasted a, you lasted a whole hour, and then you had to say you didn't like that, mon. That's crazy. Dublade sick. Dublade sick. Like, look, I I don't like any of those. The Pokemon whole sword like that, but. I will say that uh, I think it's I think it's Hone Edge or or Dublade or whatever their names are. Mm. The shiny looks cool. It's like a red sword. I'm like, right. okay, the shiny looks cool. But as an idea, I cannot stand when they do it like based off of like an inanimate object. Like, are you gonna have a cheese grater Pokemon? <laughs> you know, in the next Please. gen, Gouda. Like, Gouda. It, it's just, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, they have Rotom. 
right? And, yeah. and he's he's at least kind of cool that he can like shape shift into the different electronic things. But mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I've just never liked any of them that are that are like household objects. You know, I respect that. Um, for me, I'm just gonna say a group of them: the Ultra Beast from Sun and Moon. I hate them all. Mm-hmm. I hate every single one of them. I think that was just a very blown opportunity by them because it's like now it's space. Man, <laughs> stop. Yeah. Like, what I also I- hate the uh like the weather ones. Which one? Remind me. Oh, like, the oh, legendaries. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, those those ones stink too. Yeah, I'm cool. Like the ones that are on the clouds or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they can like shift into the animal version. You could definitely, you could definitely like turn off somebody about legendary. Like I've, I've thought about that like crazy. Like you could like like the game and the legendaries are just like I feel like that's why people pick the game is for the legendary. When they have the two, it's like which one's the cooler one to you? Me, I let my fiance pick the one she wants, and I'm like, damn, I gotta fucking because I, I already know because I look at them too. I look at them too, and I'm like. Damn, I'm gonna have to get shield, ain't I? <laughs> and I just make it work. But that's what makes it fun though, too, because it's like I'm like, I just make it work. I'm like, oh yeah, it's time. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Some of the some of the legendaries just be like they try to make them super tough and super powerful, and then you could just make them look very stupid. Like Eternus, like what is that even dude even supposed to be? Right. He's like yeah. a cyber dragon. Like we, yeah, that, he was a weird, weird thing. And then you're 10 years old, just catching him. Well, he's mine now. Yeah, he seems, he seems like a final boss in like a PlayStation only game. You know, right. like a PlayStation exclusive game. He doesn't seem like a Pokemon, to be honest. They either, yeah. they either go, go like one direction where the, the legendary or mythical is like super hardcore, or it's super cute, like Celebi mm-hmm. and, and the rest of them, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, there's, there's really no other. No other option. The mythical ones are usually cute, like you said, but it's when you get yeah, to the big buffer yeah. ones and you're just like, yeah. and what's the, what, what is it the deal with like, you're 10 years old, you're allowed to catch it. And then it's just like, everybody's just like, oh, it's fine. Like, this is this Pokemon battle and here comes a Turnus. Like, whoa. Like, uh, he's like, why couldn't I catch that? You just beat the last guy. He's like, it's only because you had that freak. <laughs> so, not wrong though. Man. Wow. Wow. I think we're gonna wrap it up here, guys. We've been we've been talking for about an hour, an hour now. It's a good episode, man. Thank you guys yeah, for and, that. And obviously, just scratching the surface, there's so much that you can talk about with Pokemon. Right? I know. So. That's why, like, I'm glad that I have these little bonus episodes to do that type of stuff because a lot of times I find myself caught up into doing like, oh, this new game just got announced, or like I could have had an episode where I could talk about how Starfield and Redfall got pushed back. But, like, sometimes, like, that's cool to talk about, but just kicking back with people that actually enjoy, like, a certain game that where we've all put in countless amount of hours and played our whole lives that, uh, and just talk about it. Like, I definitely want to do this a lot more, and like you said, we could go on for, like, hours and hours on end, so we definitely got to make, like, a take two on this or some shit like that. Like, (laughs) if they announce another trailer, like, you guys coming back on or what? I'm down. You I'm guys in. are down? All right. I'm mm-hmm. just making sure. I'm putting you guys down on a on a little piece of paper. Be like, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, like, look, they're on. So um mm-hmm. but no guys, I appreciate it. Um we're gonna go ahead and sign off. Um I appreciate it again. Make sure you guys check out Coco and Ray. All their stuff's gonna be in the description or wherever the show notes are for the pod. If you guys could do me a big, big favor, also again, getting the cleaning out of the way. You guys are probably getting tired of hearing this, but 
Um, again, just thank you guys for stopping by, making the podcast a huge successful hit. We're about to reach 600 all-time downloads. So, guys, seriously, thank you guys so much for that. It's a big achievement for the for the team over here. Um, and we can make that grow if you just do simple stuff like telling a friend, rating it five stars, sharing on Twitter. Um, I'm always looking for feedback on how we can make these things better and um, improve the pod on my end of the spectrum, too. And then also, if you guys want to check out uh, me personally, um, everything's going to be in the description. I post on Twitter a lot. I'm live on Twitch Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And actually today of the recording Sunday, I'm playing Paladins with a friend. So uh, we're getting into that, too. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you guys. It's going to be Nick Tana from Tana's Eye View signing off. I appreciate you guys. Be safe. Tell someone you love them. And I'll catch you guys episode 17. Later.